0: Well, hello. Hello, it is us. It's February 1st. And there's no audience. There's no audience. It's just us on the couch. It's old school. We're kicking it old school. It's uh, a ridge. Yeah. So um, our last podcast was the live celebration one with Nadia Ginsburg. Which was a triumph. Which I listened to uh, on my over the weekend because I was traveling. Yeah. And um, she cracked me. I was laughing so hard at her Madonna doing stand-up that I was like... Yeah, that's
1: a great idea. I was like... <laughs>
0: I was doing that weird thing where you couldn't get enough breath. Where she's like, "Great crowd, great crowd." <laughs> I don't know why I found it so side-splittingly. Well, it is very funny, but I found it particularly insanely funny this weekend. I was like, "I'm that so
1: kind glad of laughter, that we made you laugh." <laughs> that kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was her doing stand-up. No, I love it. Oh, you can. Where are you from? Re- you can ride home together, like just all that weird <laughs> stuff. First of all, it's just hilarious that Madonna would ask anyone where they're from or care. Or okay, care. Ask another person a question. A question. Yeah. It really is. She's, yeah, that's really weird. She's not known for her curiosity. And the big Super Bowl this weekend. I know. I'm kind of excited. I want this new album to be fun. I'm 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 excited. Yeah. You know. So And she's going to be touring again. Mm-hmm and uh she gives an interview in newsweek which you subscribe to i'm i yeah i, I don't have, know
1: why i got it i think I, got you, it.
0: I celebrate it i support it
1: yeah i mean i got it It was like you know one of those where they send you like a yeah. media subscription for like four dollars for yeah. 10 years or something I, was no, like, oh. I
0: might explore that newsweek's trying to find its way it's, it's lost in the wilderness but <sighs> there was an interview with her in it and she was like you know she, she, she's talking about how times are tough. she goes yeah well scrape your pennies together and Come and see me in tour because oh I'm worth my it. God, you know, scrape like, your pennies. Yeah. yeah, she's a bitch. So uh, anyway,
1: speaking of bitches doing yeah. shows, I'm at the Celebration Theater uh, this weekend, the third and fourth of February, and then next Friday and Saturday, the tenth and eleventh. And I just um, emailed with a girl that I performed with for in San Francisco and in London, and who. Also uh, works at Universal Studios, doing one of the little shows, and I worked with her there. And as had well. you seen her in a while? Or you yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Okay. And um she had the fucking gall to write back because my show's at ten o'clock. Yeah. And her response was, "Oh, well, ten is my bedtime, so I don't know if that's going to work." Yeah. Um, you have to get you have to be in bed by ten so that you can fucking talk about the sound effects. At fucking Universal Studios? I guess you, you have to be fresh. I mean, are you fucking kidding me, you she asshole? She should have lied
0: and said something else.
1: Oh, my God. That sometimes people
0: like, have bedtimes and they don't want to go things like that. I you don't care don't what people. time your
1: bedtime is. Yeah. That, like, don't fucking... Oh, God. That, I, just, I, I just think that's fucking bullshit. You
0: should go to her house and wake her up in the middle of the night and do a chunk.
1: Like, I, we've done but, shows together yeah. multiple times past 10 p.m.
0: But as people get older, they get weird about their bedtimes. They get really weird. Like okay. certain friends I can't get out to go to do things or whatever, you know. Last night I went to hip hop class with my friend Scott and he was like I I made it here at 8:30. y once he gets there he's good to go, but it's that battle of like,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start pretending that 8:30 is really you know Midnight? late night yeah. for people i'm not gonna play along with them on that all one. right
0: no i'm not that person yeah. either but uh, people like it's like
1: shit happens at the time that it happens
0: yeah so be there be show up you and know?
1: that's not tony who can just sleep whenever he wants yeah. saying that yeah like i'm up at the fucking crack of dawn every morning we're yeah. fucking dragging our asses into that office and so, so it's not like yeah if we're up late that just means less sleep that's
0: right anyway yeah are you excited about your shows are you, do you have any new wrinkles you're going to be bringing us?
1: Oh yeah, there's some. You know, there's some, always some new stuff. But, Are you going to uh, tell
0: tell the, the three way story about the poo?
1: I think I would. <laughs> I think I have to. <laughs> I mean, I think there'll be, people will be clamoring for that. I think
0: they really will. Um,
1: I mean, this is the man who brought you Tony Tripoli. I shit my pants. Right. It just seems that now you know it should morph into Tony Tripoli, the Mexican shit the bed. Yeah. I, it just seems like that's a there's an yeah. artistic flow, Dennis. Yeah.
0: There's a, it's a trilogy oh, of boy. terror. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at my list. I, Brett and I, a couple weeks ago, went to Mr. Eagle Leather Contest.
1: Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you? I, I don't tell yeah, you this. you told me that. Did I
0: tell you this? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I saw it advertised and I was having lunch with Brett and Danny. I was like, who wants to go to a leather pageant? And Brett just stuck his ears up like a dog. Like, so we were in, you know, it sounded fun. So we go there, and it's, it's at the Eagle, and it's kind of crowded, but we get there early enough to not stand in line too long. And we really do stick out, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: posers. Like, we're not right, really
1: y- – All of a sudden, you, you both seem so clean and tidy. Yeah,
0: I think I had a leather, leather belt on, and I think Brett might have had leather in his shoes. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were four contestants. Four? Yeah, four. Okay. It's just to represent the Eagle Bar. And uh, they were very diverse – Oh, really? Yes, they were across the board, uh, a Latino, an Asian, a black guy, a white guy. Uh, One was a go-go boy with a big beard, and one um, was – I think there were a couple that worked in medicine or nurses. But what I love about their little speeches was that they would go from the heartfelt – Life story stuff to the dirty stuff with no bridge in between. Yeah, yeah,
1: you just you got to get your. It was kind marks. of
0: like, and I've been undetectable since two thousand and five, and I love piss. Wow. Uh, no.
1: Yeah, you got. You do want to. You don't want <laughs> to go right no to seg, piss. you don't.
0: Yeah, not there though. That's the thing. My
1: family kicked me out of the house when I converted, and I haven't seen any of them in over a decade. And who wants to put their arm in me up to the elbow?
0: That's it. When when when. Story as a storyteller, writer. And I my think, family at Christmas time. You would think there would be a, su- a sentence in the middle. Though. Well, it's there's like, no connection. But, but I found my I found my community here. And I who wants to put their arm in me up to the album. Yeah. There just
1: seems to who be, wants to muppet me.
0: <laughs> there just seems to be a sentence missing, or even four or five words. And but, it's
1: not Twitter. It's not like you only no. get one or four. They let they probably rambled. Yeah.
0: So they would do one segment of the competition. And then they would take a long break, and then they'd do another, and whatever. So we left before we found out who won. Of course. So I was talking about this uh, adventure on the Frank DeCaro show when I guest hosted last week.
1: And you did a great job.
0: Oh, thank you very much. I loved it. And some folks from the couch listen. There's some crossover, which I love. And... um I talked about this. So later that day, I get an email on Facebook from Andre because I said, I I said, I don't know who won. I still to this day don't know who won. There was an email from Andre, the African American guy. And he said, Hey, it's Andre. I heard you were talking about me on the radio. I'm the nurse that loves piss and I won.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was first I'm of the nurse that loves piss and, <laughs> and I, I won. won. Yes. I feel like this whole podcast is uh, things that belong on a T shirt. <laughs> yeah. And I'm uh, the nurse the that nurse loves, loves piss. Dot <laughs> dot dot. And <laughs> I won. Yeah. Is for sure a T shirt. Yeah, so No question.
0: Yeah. I mean, people here stuff on Sirius, and then it gets out. And I don't know if he heard it or somebody called him or whatever and heard that we were talking about him. But he won, and he's going to go on to represent the Eagle and the whole other kit and caboodle. Um,
1: it's just called The Hole, <laughs> actually. But there's a but, good chance that there's yeah. a caboodle up in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. Mm. they, If you get a title, because I know someone that has a title or had one at a bar, it's a whole thing. It's not just... You got to pee on a few people and show up at a contest. You got to do community outreach. You got to, you know. And as Brett remarked during the contest, he's like, you know, he lives it. He lives it. I remember him saying that. He's walking the walk. He's walking the walk. And the other takeaway from the Mister Leather Eagle contest was I saw a dude there that I had seen on OK Cupid or OK Cupid, Mm -hmm. and I think I. Exchanged a couple little things, pleasantries, nothing really got off the ground. But in person I was he was really sexy. I was like, all right. He's okay, very striking. Cupid. Okay, Cupid. So I was like, I gotta talk to him, because I've talked to him on OK Cupid before. And so I kinda I said hello to him. I said, I think we've talked on okay P-, And he was perfectly friendly, but then he was taking beers to the other some other dude that he was talking to. And then I emailed him back on OKCupid and then saying, it's nice meeting you, but I, we didn't know who won. Do you know who won? Nothing. Crickets. Jesus. He couldn't even offer that. So no. what's my point? My point is there was a bit of in, romantic intrigue at the Eagle Contest, but it.
1: But only on one side. But only on one <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. God, yeah. God bless. I know. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, but that was a fun night out. Well, sure, right. we're mixing it up new horizons I, th-
1: I think that's exciting
0: that is exciting
1: so. i uh i have someone in virtually every state in this great country of ours now that i can have sex with
0: that's good do you have a map
1: or with pushpans? i'm gonna have you know? to i'm gonna have to well just because <clears throat> after you know the joan and melissa joe knows best show started airing yes. last tuesday a week ago uh a week ago today what is today wednesday yeah so last we- last tuesday was the premiere um and um Just, you know, the Twitter is on fire and, and like a ton of people, you know, find you on Facebook and, you know, my website is my name, so it's pretty easy if you Google. But I mean, just the idea that somebody would see a person on a reality show and then fucking pause their TiVo or something. And like, I need to Google this person. Like, that's crazy to me. It's flat. It's wonderful. it's what you
0: want, isn't it? Yeah, no,
1: it's amazing. It's But I'm just really, really stunned by it all. And, um, and... People have been, you know, so nice. But but it's really amazing that people will literally be like, "Hey, we can we have sex sometimes?" Like that's the entire message. Yeah, which is very much like I'm a nurse and I'm into piss. Like right. it's very much uh, I'm into piss and I but want. But you
0: like the cut to the chase. Absolutely, that's right. They're speaking your um, language,
1: which is why I respond yes. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, it's like I'm never going to be in any of these cities. But you never it's, know. It's bizarre. But there have been a couple people. Who emailed me just to tell me how wrong it is that I would put needles in my face and that that is just so bad and that, you know, I really need to take a hard look in the mirror and examine what it is that's missing in my life that I would do that. But then they always end with like wanting to know how much it hurt and stuff. Right. And it's like they're they're fully testing the water. Right. Like. It's amazing how a stranger will, will take the time to email you to scold you, but right. really, they all, the upshot is
0: that's their stuff. It's their I'm really issues. curious. Yeah. I'm really wanting
1: to do like it's so that's kind of fun. Any you know, I love the hypocrisy of others. So that's been how. Also um,
0: so what what else has surprised you about the um, the nothing nothing? I but, mean, no, it's good. The show's, Did you know that was going to be first? Was, was I uh,
1: knew that that was the first episode. Yeah. Um. And then this week's episode, the second episode, was when when Joan gets the medicinal marijuana right on uh, and gets really high. <laughs> I like, you know, and I, it just so that's so. Um, we've, and
0: we've seen teasers that like aired. That. No, yeah. it aired last night. No, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm behind. I got to catch my ass up. Yeah,
1: I haven't actually watched either of the episodes yeah. to be honest. So, um. Um, but you know, but yeah, so that's a that's nice, n- it's a now, nice Now, anybody come out of the woodwork from
0: your past because of this? Or um, a they couple have people have come. been like,
1: wow, yeah. like the girl that I used to work at Universal Studios with was like, that, oh my that, God, my mom saw you on TV getting your face, you know, we have to go. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, yeah, you know, the show's on Tuesday nights at nine and I'm also doing my show this weekend and next weekend here in town. So you should come. Oh yeah. No, 10's my bedtime. Yeah, I can't. Mm. Well, you know. Well, all
0: right. Assholes. Um, So I also got to go to the RuPaul's Drag Race launch party. Was that fun? It was fun. It was in West Hollywood. It wasn't too big of a clusterfuck. Right. I hadn't been in West Hollywood in a while, and I forgot how cute the waiters are. I forgot that they rock around with trays of stuff with shirts on, little shirts. Yeah. I forgot about that. But I saw Willem, who we both know, who is competing this season. Yeah. And um, I think he's hilarious, and I hope he goes all the way. And I don't know who won- who wins or what happens, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rue was there in a kind of cowboy getup, um, but I didn't actually talk to him. Okay. But uh, it was good. It was fun. There were the loneliest cupcakes in the world there, though. If you- Cupcakes sitting there. People would look at them.
1: Really? Yeah. None of those big, beautiful, curvy girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm so fucking sick of these <laughs> fat people with missing teeth showing up on RuPaul's Drag Race talking about how I'm big and I'm beautiful. And I'm like, really? No, you're not. You're just enormous. <laughs> You're not big. Ooh, don't hate my curves. You know what? They're not curves. If you're a circle, that's not like. I don't think you understand. Like, oh god, it's and every season it's always and there's like you know four or five just really named
0: and they usually are named like pork chop or uh, well, see pork (laughs) chop. I at least like it if you're gonna own it and call yourself pork chop. Yeah.
1: Although pork chop was a shitty contestant. Yeah. But you know, but yeah. But then, you know, did you watch the first episode?
0: I watched it up until the elimination. Because Rue says to that
1: one big girl, what was your lowest moment? And she's like, prison. And I got to tell you... That's a good story. You don't get shocked easily anymore. You're jaded. You pretty much know it all. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that's a good one. Didn't see it. So that's good, yeah.
0: Um, Also, while hosting Sirius Al Q Radio, I got to interview the Fonz, Henry Winkler, Mm -hmm. about some kid's book he's writing. Because apparently, whenever... All your other showbiz things—you've done them all. It's time to write a young adult book. That's okay. what happens,
1: and then promote it on the gay radio.
0: Yeah, I guess he was hitting a lot of different uh, yeah stations, and also there's a bullying tie-in. But I did ask him if the Fonz was a generous lover because it came easy to him. But I think um, you know he mm-hmm. could have just laid there. But he said that he was a generous lover, that he was a good lover. The Fonz was. The Fonz was. All yeah. right. Yeah, he also said it was a trip be- uh, becoming the Fonz because I-, I asked him, I said, what's it like to be sort of a working actor doing different parts and then suddenly you're an a icon, a sex yeah. symbol? Because he's not a I, – I, you wouldn't look at him, I think, And he's like that this Jewish think, guy
1: yeah. who – like he would never even get – no. Yeah. that guy wouldn't get cast in that role today.
0: Yeah, or something. I mean, he – yeah, he – Maybe he put on the jacket and he became the Fonz. But he yeah. said it was it was weird separating, like, he's, like, Long Island Jewish guy from Milwaukee, Italian. Like, it was totally different. But luckily, he said he was old enough to, like, he was older if it had right. happened when he was in his, you know, teens or yeah. early 20s. But if he so, was, was already old and married. Happy but, Days Now,
1: yeah. he would never, that actor would never get hired for that role, which is a yeah. shame because he was great. Yeah, I think he still might. I don't know.
0: Mm-mm. I never thought, you don't think so? You the don't network think he's would be like, enough? well,
1: I think people are going to know he's Jewish. And people are going to be like, wait a minute, he looks like he's 30. Yeah. You know, which is, ugh, ancient. ancient. Oh, that's true. Like, wow. it would just never, the network would never let, you know, whereas, you know, then it was just Gary Marshall going, this is the guy.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. also, at that time, there were so many 30 year olds playing high schoolers, like in Greece and everything else. Yeah. Um,. Did I tell you I saw The Way We Were, finally? Yes. And I'm obsessed with it. And uh, have you ever seen it?
1: I have, but I I don't really remember
0: things. I loved it so much. I I had a lazy day, and I wanted to watch it, and um, popped in the Netflix, uh, and was just caught up in the world of Hubble and Katie. And what I love about the movie is they... All of Barbara's baggage and all of Redford's baggage are part of the characters. Like he's right. a golden boy who everything comes easy to him. She's pushy, um, you know. And then
1: they turn the cameras on.
0: And then they turn the cameras on. And um, I, by the end, I was so into it. And uh, I watched the making of, and there was all these scenes that got cut. Yeah. Um, and Sidney Pollack said that they tested in San Francisco, and on Friday it wasn't a hit. And they had those scenes in it. And then he cut them all out. It was like eight minutes near the end. And it was a hit the next night. And Barbara always wished they hadn't cut them out. And at the end of the uh, making of, it says those scenes, those clips, because they show the clips, are courtesy of Barbara Streisand. So she has them. She must own them. I'm not sure how. but um, What do you mean you're not sure how? Well, I, you know, I don't, I'm not she sure. She wants them. She wants them. Gets she gets them. them. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> if she was a producer on it. Maybe yeah. she was or how that worked. But um, I think, in a nutshell, those scenes, to her, justify why they get a divorce. But for everyone watching it, it just didn't work out. We've all been in those relationships where there's love there and it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And that's what was more poignant about the movie, without those scenes. It's just like, uh, it's They love each other, but they're just too different and they're never going to work out. So, um, But when I was talking about this on the radio, I said that I wanted to get a dog just so I could name him Hubble. Right? Yeah. But I don't want to get a dog. No. So this guy calls in Ricky, and he says, I just adopted a blonde, blue-eyed, like, golden retriever puppy. Some kind, yeah. I don't know what breed. And I'm going to name him Hubble. He doesn't have a name yet, and I'm going to name him Hubble. So I was so – it was like the most <laughs> – it was the highlight of the whole uh, day is that I I named a dog. And then he sent in a picture, and if that dog is not a Hubble, I don't know what <laughs> it is. So, um Yeah. I, that would make me very ha- proud. I guess I'm a fairy dog father. Somebody said, sent in. I don't know. That's that's punny.
1: Hubble, it Hubble. is punny. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: But you could see that. I think I posted that picture on my Facebook. So Hubble the dog. I'm very proud of that. I hope I don't ever have to feed it.
1: Or and you, you went know. and saw Joan, right?
0: I did. I went and saw Joan in uh, San Luis San Luis Obispo. Thursday, I went to opening night at the Santa Barbara Film Festival mm-hmm. with my friend Scott Williams. And they were showing Darling Companion, which is the new film by Lawrence Kasdan. And they were doing, like, a Kasdan retrospective. And he's directed and written some of my favorite movies, including Body Heat, my very favorite, and The Big Chill, Grand Canyon, stuff like that. So um, Kasdan was there, and Diane Keaton was there, and uh, Kevin Kline. And um, they showed the movie. I didn't love the new movie. It's okay. It's not great. Um, It has moments. But... um, it was exciting to be there. and I love Santa Barbara. Have you spent much time there? Well, yeah. Didn't, you know, my dad, dad used to live there with one of
1: his wives. Oh, uh, I love it. And yeah, it's fantastic.
0: Right. We were just got a hotel. We stayed at the Hub Hotel, Scott and I, for one night um, on State Street. And State Street is just this cool Tour main that. street. That's or, where it's
1: at. Oh, my God. The
0: restaurants and the When I was in a band, shopping. we used
1: to sing in a club on State Street called The Rocks. I love Saturday it. a month, and it was, yeah, it was I amazing. love,
0: love, love it. And I might even go back for another day of movies before it's over. But, um, so I, and you know who I saw was Garrett Swan, who lives there and was your cohort in Fashion House. That's right. Yes. And he has a short film in the festival. Mm-hmm. So, um, opening night, we went to Darling Companion and, um. You know, they I love when really rich directors talk about how hard it was to get the money to make a movie. I guess, of course, it was. Right. But there's a part of me that just thinks, oh, sell a lamp like, you know, like, but it's just weird. I don't know. You know, like when billionaires are like, oh, we couldn't we just scraped and we couldn't get the money and we didn't have any. And I guess it's true. It's totally true. But there's some. But, part no, but of you're me- like,
1: go to the ATM. Yeah. You've yeah. got you've got the money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's and I get it. You don't want to spend your own money, and I could have learned that lesson like 10 years ago. And, but you know what? You got to do your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but get this. My trainer, Jalen and Brittany, who are yes. at the um, live podcast, they're, they're, um, they do DJ kind of stuff on the weekend sometimes. Mm-hmm. Their company was doing the after party. So I didn't buy tickets to the after party but we were able to go in and get into it and it was in the mall like an outdoor mall but they it was all inside the the indoor the outdoor part of the mall but it was so cool and they have this dj system called infusion where they play you know dj records but there's a uh two instrumentalists so there's a drummer that plays along and then the guy's playing like fucking rihanna's doing snm and there's a dude on a flute and it works it does yes all right it infuses. It's infused. So if you feel it feels live, and yet it's all your favorite songs. Although the straight dance music, it's all it's like that party rock anthem. It's all those kind of songs where they all know every word, and you you think you've heard it once. You know, like no, um, what do you mean? It's like all those songs. I wish I stuff, knew more of them.
1: Stuff straight people dance to.
0: Stuff straight people dance to. It's a little bit different. Like Rihanna, you'd hear Rihanna. That would kind of cross over. But then it was kinda like I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> and I guess those crossover. But you know those songs? But Yeah. Yeah. But all those you know, anyway, that party was super fun. And then um
1: Plus then he's infusing the xylophone. Yes. So then that's like he, adding. It's a whole super other, it's infused. Like, it I'm couldn't sexy be more. And I infused. know it with a harp.
0: Right? And um Then Garrett told me, Garrett stayed in uh, very good friends with one of the girls that was the lead on Fashion House. Natalie. Natalie. And somehow through Natalie.
1: She used to date. She was dating Taylor Taylor, the whole time and, and for a while after.
0: At one point, Taylor called Garrett to get some recipe or something that he some recipe or some food that he eats when he's in Germany. And Taylor literally put Lady Gaga on the phone to Garrett to talk about this where they have to eat or what it is that's like he was awesome. like yeah and he was he was in an airport he said and he, he hung up and he was like that was Lady Ga-. like he had a meltdown in an airport yeah yeah when insane. lady gaga and i said well what i said was she totally nice and normally said yeah super great and i said do you see them as a couple and he's he was like they're a, they're an outfit but they're both like serious about their war arms. right like he said he was artists. a really artist like he was super. passionate artist guy and that's the yeah. connection is that your observation absolutely yeah So, But I love that Gaga got on the phone and he queened out. Um, So let me see. That's Santa Barbara, but I haven't even gotten to The Jones Show.
1: All right, lay it on us.
0: So um, after opening night at um, uh, the Santa Barbara Film Festival, um, I stayed Friday and I saw a few other movies. I saw Heist, which is a great documentary. Keep an eye out for it. It's about income inequality and how the the fix was in from like the 70s to to shift all the power and, mm. and influence to the wealthy. There was actually this thing called the Powell Memo, which uh, I think was put together by different, like a chamber of commerce, like high up. Re- all these businessmen got together and it said how they were going to do it. We were going to control the media. We were going to do this. Wow. We were going to send this message. It's really like, it kind of feels like a smoking gun, but yeah. it's just that's so... That topic so in the air and I might switch to a credit union have you you know <laughs> as a way of as a way of fighting the banks oh and yeah that seemed like a non sequitur but it wasn't
1: yeah
0: okay so in between movies when I was on Sirius this week I talked about Grindr I told my Grindr misadventures and people were emailing me and saying you got to get on Scruff Scruff's where it's at it's all about Scruff sure. are you on the Scruff do you know about no the Scruff I know book? what it is but okay. no so in between movies, I had a few 10 minutes to kill. I got my ass on Scruff, right? And it's a lot. It's got more going on than Grinder. There's, I don't know, people woof at you. And I'm still learning the ropes, literally. And um, this one fellow messages me or whatever in Santa Barbara. And we chat, just friendly, like, hey, I'm here for the festival, whatever. And his name's Dana. And it turns out, I found out yesterday, that he's Garrett's best friend so the like the only guy i messaged back on scruff is like friends with garrett isn't that random anyway small world but um so i go to the big chill in the afternoon and i got to lawrence and did A Q&A afterwards with kevin klein and and um i hate shitty moderators i can't handle it yeah. it's the bane of my fucking existence
1: <clears throat> yeah you need not go to those things But
0: I'm enriched by the people but the moderator wasn't great and he was doing right. a lot of like reading a bunch of facts and shit no yeah. just ask questions like <laughs> why was kevin costner cut out of the fucking big chill like and how did you make that decision and did you have to call him was it bad like right there's a, you know what about the music that music was so iconic did you know did you plan all those songs like how did that work like there were so many sub- right. obvious questions right did the questions. script call
1: for those yes. specific songs how much because- did you
0: know and it changed soundtracks right. whatever um but, you know, when it was finally my turn to answer questions, I only had, you know, I was like, boom. And I wanted to ask about Body because it's my favorite movie ever. And I asked him, he I said, you obviously like all different kinds of films, all different genres. Why did you choose Body Heat, something so sexy and provocative, for your first directorial debut? And he said that he didn't know if he was going to get another chance. Right. He thought if he was going to get one shot, and he thought it would be... It would give him a lot of fun with the dialogue because it would be sort of stylized, and it could be, give him a lot of fun with the visuals because it could also be stylized. So he thought, if I have one shot, I want to I want to have fun and I, wanna yeah,
1: I want to do something some stylish, yeah. yeah,
0: and and ha- something that that isn't super supernaturalistic. But then he said he the the claustrophobia of that with those just those two actors made him want to do something uh, ensemble based um, later, which was The Big Chill, and he wrote The Bodyguard. But he didn't like the movie of The Bodyguard. Um, he didn't like the way it turned out, and he said he was involved, I think, in the cuts and like it was a whole thing. And then it came out, and it was a big, huge hit. Right. And he thinks it might have just been because of that song. He doesn't know, but he
1: didn't like it. Well, I also think we wanted Whitney in a movie. Like it was one of those great casting of a singer, because I mean, had she, I guess she had done Waiting to Exhale, but that's it. No,
0: Waiting for Exhale was later.
1: Was after the bodyguard, I think so. Yeah, so the bodyguard was truly her first film. Yeah, I think it was. So it's like such like you know whenever a big huge singer wants to get into film, it's always like so her playing a big huge singer. Yeah. like it was the perfect first movie role, and yeah, and there's a million good songs in it.
0: Yeah, and Brittany, who was sitting next to me from Brittany and Jalen. Um, asked him a question because she's a writer. She's aspiring to write screenplays and direct. And she said, you know, I, I want to be a director, but I've never gone to film school. Um, you know, what what would you tell me? And he said when he was about to make Body Heat, he was starting to freak out. And George Lucas had been somebody that he'd worked with. He'd written screenplays for mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi and um, Empire Strikes Back and stuff, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And George Lucas said, directing has... Nothing to do with technical stuff. I mean, that stuff matters, of course, but it's all about what kind of person you are. That's what's important. And I thought that was interesting, that little nugget. It made sense. It resonates, I think, for people. I don't know. Uh, let me see if he de- did any Did other you go jer- see Joan Rivers ever? I did. I did, but these okay. were my little good... I got to talk to my favorite director and tell them I liked that movie. Oh, and um, here's the... Um, Here's the other weird thing: George Lucas godfathered Body Heat in a way with the studio, but he couldn't put his name on it because he had just started Lucasfilm and it was all family oriented. So that's why, you know, it's his name's nowhere on it.
1: Did he own a piece of it?
0: Well, he he the studio was going to let Kazdin do it if George Lucas was like, "I'll vouch for him," you know what I mean? I will godfather him in, or you know, like I'm I'm on top of this. I'll make sure this works out. So I don't know what his title was or whatever, but his name was nowhere on it because of the family thing. So then that night I drove to Cambria, stayed the night over at Scott and Peter's. Then we all went to Joan Rivers on Saturday night in San Luis Obispo. Beautiful auditorium. Yeah. There was some gay tie-in with the local gay organization, which was nice. Yeah, Well, it was good. Yeah. And the problem is, I guess she's appearing at a casino in that same area in like a few weeks. So they felt like maybe some of the audience was split, like, Mm. you know, whatever, but it was a great house. It was a great show. I laughed my head off. Yeah. Um, She was on fire. Just great. And um, afterwards we went and had a little meet and greet and we brought her some cookies from this place in Cambria called the Brown Butter Cookie Company. Actually it's in, Oh, it does yeah and it's like a little mom and pop place and um these women started a deli and they were making sandwiches and stuff and everyone just came in for these saltwater cookies that they would make so they just quit doing everything else started doing salt I love water. that's that. it and there's all these women if you go in there there's all these young girls at the around this table making these little cookies and um they've become like this phenomenon locally. And then now tour buses are stopping there. They're really good.
1: It's like a really nice sugar cookie, but then it has a salty moment.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, and it's one of those things that, you know, like sprinkles was for a while where they charge a lot because it's cool and they're on it. And, but then you become obsessed with it. It's like somebody told us we all need to be obsessed with red velvet, but it's not even that good, but we're all obsessed with it. Yeah. It's that. And I'm—they're so delicious—and um, so we took her some cookies. And the women that work there are huge fans of Jones, and we're so excited that um That's we were so doing great that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but you—did you get to have some? At, I did. At the I house? had one at the house okay. when we were
1: watching the. Um, Good. What awards was it? The SAG Awards.
0: The SAG Awards. So. Um, so we yeah. have a
1: bunch of emails. You okay, know, we haven't. We haven't done some of these emails. This one goes back to December. Oh shit! Um, this is from Dan in uh, in Australia, and Dan right says, on. "Greetings from down under. What a fun show! I really enjoyed that you went with a live studio audience and guest without losing any of the int- intimacy or upfront candidness of the couch." Wow! How about a one-off video podcast, YouTube extravaganza, YouTube boys aren't you boys aren't too hard on the eyes plus it would be great to see tony's expressions (laughs) i'm sure all the international and interstate couch but but not my expressions
0: because is it your chagrin Uh, probably it's
1: just my negative they want to see my negativity okay um uh and so so yes so there you go um how would that work i'm it wouldn't it'll never happen no i don't know i mean i don't know
0: what what's the longest clip you can put on youtube video wise
1: I don't think you could... Don't know the answer. Don't know the answer. Yeah. The um, answer. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could look into it. But we you could know look what? into it or
0: maybe do an, a segment, a little, like a 10 minutes of something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Um, our friend Timmy uh, wrote on January 3rd, hey guys, this is the straight listener who asked for some help about his gay best friend slash roommate a couple months ago. Wow. Thanks again for that.
0: Wow. Well, things got we more do that complicated. Stuff. Okay, here we go.
1: See, this roommate confessed to me last night that not only is he in love with me, but he has been for a few years. Mind you, I've had girlfriends over this period of time and still do now. I feel really terrible because he's a great friend. I don't I just don't date guys, nor do I feel the same way about him. Do either of you have any advice for me? uh timmy the answer is yes i never thought my life could ever be as complicated as both of yours but this is quite a start thanks so much timmy
0: i love that first First of all all, if you don't want gay guys
1: to fall in love with you you've got to start going by tim and not timmy (laughs) that's job one (laughs) (laughs) all right because you're asking for it you're asking for hotter than timmy yeah Yeah. um but i think that it's just again the sweetest most adorable Uh. thing in the world that you're Giving this such energy and such kindness, you know what I mean. I just yes, think people fall very... in love with people that they shouldn't all the time, and it's not like real love. It's that that crush, that the idea. Because he, here's the thing: this roommate doesn't really know what it would like to be in a relationship with you because he's never been really. When you're dating someone, that's a different relationship than when you live with someone or are right. friends with someone. Or do you know what I mean? Things are just different. And so he's created an idea that you guys are perfect together. Right. But it's not – so I I hope that you can just take comfort in that it's flattering and it's sweet, but – But how does he manage it? What does he do? The guy loves him. He's in love
0: with him. Well – I I had a straight friend that I was in love with, and I told him once, and uh, –
1: I mean, you can't. And we
0: managed it. We managed to stay friends, or whatever. Um, And he was tact. You know, he was like, you know, it's not. I don't even remember what he said, but it wasn't going to happen, right? And I and I sort of got it out of my system in a way. I think maybe for me, being able to say it and let you know, once that the air was let out of that balloon a little bit, then I got the answer, and then I sort of dealt with it, and we were able to be. this
1: roommate is going to realize from timmy yeah very quickly once he's said it yeah it's not happening and so maybe
0: once he's said it it'll it's that when you haven't
1: said it then you always allow yourself to see these little signs and maybe he's trying to and maybe he and then once you say it and you see in the person's eyes that it's not gonna happen yeah then it's like, oh, I better start fucking healing. I better get over this. Yeah,
0: I hope that that's where the roommate has gone. Yeah, to that place of like, oh, okay, I need to accept this, um, uh, and and deal with it. So. When I
1: worked uh, at Universal Studios about four years ago, there was, you know, I have a very staunch rule about never falling in love with straight men. I just, I'm not gonna yeah. do it. And there was, and so there's Seth MacFarlane, who. I have, you know, I've allowed myself to have fantasies about, family guy. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like I know, I mean, I've met him twice. It's not like I know him. So that's not like a painful yearning thing. And whatever, I know he's straight and it's not going to happen. But every gay guy is in love with Seth MacFarlane a little. So that's kind of like you get a pass.
0: Right, and also you feel like it could happen a little bit. But then there's he, he, there he was this like guy
1: at Universal Studios who was a, a straight trainer who I just had it for so bad and he and I really like enjoyed one another and it was really it literally was like there were moments that were painful. Yeah. And but you know, he was straight and whatever and then when I started working at E, you know, we stayed in touch and he was like, "Can you get me into a taping of The Soup? It's my favorite show and I did and you know, and he was like, "Man, I owe you." And he's that straight guy that hugs you and just mm-hmm. like totally So, um, I was watching uh Taylor Lautner in the movie Abduction yes. last week all okay. alone. And I just love him. I just love that Taylor Lautner. And that movie's not good at all, but I just love him. Is
0: he okay in it?
1: Maybe not, yeah. but I just love him. Good. Um, and I love it when he kicks. But um <laughs> but I love his quick little legs. Yeah, for sure. But um he, um, I'm watching Taylor Lautner, and so the point is, I'm not easily distracted. Taylor Lautner's on screen, and um, I get this text from a tweet from I don't know how it was a message from him that was like, Hey, I just saw you on Jonah Melissa, you know, we need yeah. to catch up. And so I went to his Facebook page, and it's in a relationship with. Jared, somebody with some guy. Oh my gosh! And so I literally put that fucking movie on pause. Sorry, Taylor. I'll be back yes, in a minute. Yes. No. This and is a bomb shell. him and I was like, um, there have been some changes made since I saw you two years ago. What the? And he was like, oh, ha ha ha. Yeah. No, I was always gay, but I just always wanted to wait till I was like in a good relationship, you know, with a guy before I like you know, whatever did like the official coming out or whatever, but da-da-da. And I was like, I was so in love with you, like painfully in love with you. And he was like, what? Oh my God, I had the biggest crush on you, but I didn't think it, that you were interested. And da 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 So it was like this total thing that...
0: I'm sorry, Timmy. It's
1: not that I don't care about you anymore, but we're talking about me now.
0: No, but these these examples, yeah. these real life examples of straight guy and so crush gay things. You know, are... so
1: now we've whatever reconnected, and he's very very happily with his boyfriend for like two years or whatever, and they're right. probably going to come to my show. Well,
0: that's exciting. so. The point
1: is, the pain never ends. That's really. That's, yeah. Well, that's hopefully, the Timmy, the. But I'm allowed to break up this guy's relationship, right? Because totally. I liked him before yes. he even knew about the boyfriend. You didn't
0: know that he was really oh, gay. Right. So, Timmy, hopefully the him saying it and getting it out will, will let him start yeah. to, to accept reality. And that also that you not
1: being about. in love with him yeah. is going to help yeah. him to move on. So. We have an email here from uh, Karen, who we love, named yes. uh, Damn You Guys. Uh, Tony, I am weeping at your Kmart story like one of those horrid ugly cries i and and I already knew you had done it um because I had seen her, and so I had told her the story live in person Karen from yeah San Karen Diego. From San Diego yeah um. I'm really glad, and I'm really glad that you made them point out it was a gay man, because it's hard to hate someone who put a jacket on your cold kid. <laughs> it's true. And that's another thing that goes on our t-shirt this week. Yeah. Hard, it's hard to hate someone who put totally. a jacket on your cold kid. Yeah, it's hard to. Um, then we have a very long email from Tori in D.C. Um, that is uh, she titles Christmas witches, Wishes and the Truth About Kmart. Uh, hey guys, so I'm listening to the post-holiday podcast, and I was moved by Tony's story of playing the Kmart, paying off Kmart layaways. I can just imagine these wonderful Christ-filled exchanges when the Kmart manager called. First call, Kmart manager, hello, Mrs. Garcia. A stranger has paid your layaway for your children's winter coats and toys. Madre de Dios, we have been blessed by an angel, and he was gay. Then I curse his filthy money and his semen-tainted toys. I wish nothing to do with this sodomite. I bet he is one of those stinking white homosexuals who tries to seduce good Catholic Hispanic boys at Mexican tourist resorts. Take them back. I wish to wait for a straight angel. I am humiliated. I really hate the gays more now. (laughs) (laughs) Second call. Kmart manager. Hello, Mrs. Nguyen. A stranger has paid for your layaway for your children's winter coats oh, and toys. Here we go. <laughs> Mrs. Nguyen. Did he pay it all? You're not going to do an accent? Kmart. No, I would never.
0: Kmart manager. <laughs> I really thought this was right in your wheelhouse. Okay. Did he pay it all?
1: Kmart manager. No, $1 is left. Mrs. Nguyen. $1? He cheap bastard! I make three dollar payment in last two months, and you think I pay one dollar? Uh, Kmart manager, he wanted you to know he was gay. Mrs. Nguyen, now I understand he horrid homo that want Asian boy. He tried to steal my brother when I come to pay. Gays are tight with money, not paying that one dollar. I hate all gays now. Third call. <laughs> Third call, Kmart manager. Hello, Travis McGee? Oh, shit. A stranger has paid your layaway for your children's winter coats and toys. Travis, golly, I come all the way from Oklahoma looking for work and ain't found nothing. Me, the missus, and a Lilin are thinking this would be a poor Christmas. Kmart manager, Andy was gay. Shit, I knew some <laughs> fag would fall for it. I don't like that queer money, but I'll take it. Once I sell this shit, <laughs> His generosity will make sure we have a -a methalicious Christmas. I'm going to fuck my wife's foot off while I'm watching Glee. That was one dumb fag. I really hate fags for being so stupid. (laughs) 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 Merry Christmas from Tori in D.C. That's an
0: amazing reader's theater. That is fan-fucking-tastic. I love it. I love
1: that she covered all the bases. She really did. (sighs) She's amazing. Um, This one is titled Tony's Generosity. This is from James. People love the Kmart story. (laughs) My initial instinct was to set to was to fire off an email alleging that aliens had landed, replaced Tony with a pod person and commenced their evil mission to destroy Earth by making Kmart cool again. That, however, rang hollow in the face of Tony's unbridled generosity. Unbridled? The first time the couchmen have moved me to, to tears. Just for this one week, it was the crying couch. Nonetheless, I was amused that Dennis began the year by double entendreing that his jaw was sore, but that he could rise to the occasion. Oh yeah! So happy New Year from Jeremy. Right and on. Our, our last one is from, also from Tori in D.C. and it's very brief. Okay. It's Tori's response to the Dennis theme for the winter, and oh, it yeah. simply says, <laughs> "In response to Dennis friend Scott's new slogan, I say, I want him dead." <laughs> So there you go. That's uh, A our, good theme. You know it's nice. a good
0: theme if it, if it annoys you and to- yes. Tori in D.C. Then I, we're on to something. An
1: argument could be made for I that. I think it's true. Right. Um, All right. Well, we need to wind this one gonna down. We're going to wind it up. I
0: think we covered our stuff. So there's that.
1: Yeah, but is there uh, anything else on your list? No, nothing nothing major.
0: All right, well you can see yeah. me
1: at the Celebration Theater or at Celebration Theater Friday and Saturday the 3rd, 4th, 10th and 11th and I'm after Leslie Jordan and go see his show cuz it's really I'm seeing great. it tonight. Seeing oh, you're going to love it. You will yeah, love it. You will excited. love it. Um and so that's those tickets are available at celebrationtheater.com and it's celebrationtheatra T h e a t r e, or you can get the stuff on my Facebook page. You can always get in touch with Dennis on his Facebook page or at DennisHensley.com dot com. You can see me on Facebook um, or at Tripoli dot com. Also, uh, keep watching Fashion Police. We had a really great SAGs Award special this week, and then next with week is a really delightful
0: Betsy Brunt from yeah. Breaking Bad, who's great. Yeah, Funny I don't know who she is. I need to watch that cool. show, but I love her. Uh, Mismatch game uh, coming up February on February eighteenth and nineteenth. Yeah. It's going to
1: be sort of like the Mismatch All-Stars. It is. Everyone's in. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I will be doing the show on the 19th. Um, I'm going to be in New York the yes. uh, 13th to the 18th of That's February. exciting. So um, How much work? York how people, much hanging? Just one day. Just awesome. Valentine's Day. Um, I'm going to two Badgley Mishka and another fashion show with Joan cuz it's fantastic. Fashion week. Um and so then that's it. Then the rest of the time I have to Are you going to get into see
0: trouble. Anybody there? Are you going to see that one guy? The the New York guy, yeah, maybe who then
1: became an alcoholic and yeah. and went the into guy treatment. Who had issues. So yeah. he did go into treatment. Well, I mean, he he. You know, joined AA and right. and uh then disappeared. Right. Wow. So we'll just see what what's up with that. So yeah, so there will be stories. Right. Trust that. And there's also a couple you have of New
0: York intrigue yes, people. There's a couple okay.
1: of uh Joan knows best fans right. that won't have sex with me that live in New okay. York. So we'll we'll do I will do my best to make that happen for the right. sake of the podcast. Uh
0: I like it. Yeah. Do you know what they look like? Have you seen pictures and
1: cocks and stuff? Uh I think I've seen cocks of one. Yeah. Pictures.
0: He had several. One guy had several cocks. I've seen a few of his cocks. (laughs) So so there's that. So there's that. Get yourself one
1: of the Dennis Hensley five packs. That's right.
0: And I have a newsletter too. You can sign up for it on my... Um, website DennisHensley dot com. It says newsletter. I think you can sign up.
1: Right on. All right. Well, as always, we love you for listening. Write us at thecomedycouch at gmail dot com. That's thecomedycouch at gmail dot com, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.